Hi everyone, I'm Gracie. And I'm Selena. And welcome back to Catching Up With Us. We're so excited for this episode. (laughs) Well, two reasons we're excited. One is it's the 10th episode we've ever recorded. And second, we have a very special guest. Welcome, McCall. Thank you. Our first first guest on the podcast. It's only right to have you here. (laughs) Yeah. I'm so excited. Well, we are so happy to have you. We couldn't think of anyone better to to rip off the guest band-aid than our number one fan besides ourselves currently. Um, So we are so happy to have you here, but I figured we could loop you into our normal kind of starting questions um, by kicking it off. But what's your, what's the best bite you had this week? Food that you made, food food that you put in your mouth, favorite thing you ate or cooked this week? (laughs) Favorite food item you put in your mouth this week? You could have not made it. It could be a packet of chips or something. (laughs) Chips. Well, you only know me too well because the best food that I ate this week was definitely a packet of chips. What was it? What kind? There's a new brand of kettle chips because mm. you know I'm a diehard fan of kettle chips that is truffle in general. and chips in general. Any form of potatoes. Yes. Um, and potato chips are my favorite potato form. Um, but kettle chip has a new flavor, truffle and sea salt. I have to ask you when I have a problem with truffle flavored things that's not like truffle like pasta or like truffle shaved over something is it like so overpowering no that's why they're so good okay because sometimes that makes me nauseous (laughs) why they're so delicious Trader Joe's has a very similar potato chip chip so I was so excited to try this flavor Mm. tried it and then immediately devoured the bag in like a day so (laughs) really like 200 delicious bites I don't know that I've ever, I mean, I've, I think I've had truffle in other stuff before, but I couldn't tell you specifically what that tastes like enough to know if I like it or not. It's like a super savory, like mushroomy, umami flavor. I, if you had it, it would probably be like truffle mac and cheese or like something like that. Maybe. Yeah. Very much. I've had like truffle fries before, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I think... For me, I love truffle, but it's like, there's a very fine line of like when it tastes good and when it's just gross. (laughs) What about you, Gracie? Any fun thing fun made this week? Oh, your meal last night that you sent us pictures of. (laughs) Mm, It looked so good. Answering for you. It was that. (laughs) I think that's the best thing I made in the past week was I made barbecue pulled chicken and I made the barbecue sauce from scratch. So easy, surprisingly, which I did not realize. Yeah. and then the other thing is we got Korean barbecue and I returned to the homeland, which is H Mart and went inside and grocery shopped at H Mart. And I popped out and Or sat in the car the entire time. And I was like, oh my God, that was so fast. And he's like, you've been in there for an hour. I was like, really? I felt like I was in there for 15 minutes. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I hope that was really quick. And he was like, it wasn't. I watched like two soccer games. <laughs> so time flies when you're having fun. In H Mart. <laughs> yep, in H Mart. First grocery store you've been back back to since you've been vaccinated? I went to Trader Joe's, was it two Sundays ago now? Mm. Well, at 9 a.m. on a Sunday for 15 minutes. <laughs> wow. Um, so it was, it was good. It was nice to be, there's like a point where it feels comfortable and a point where it doesn't. Um, but it was nice to be in a grocery store actually picking out my own food for once. So that was lovely. What about you? What day is it? Wednesday? 
Yes. <laughs> um, it was Greek Easter or Greaster mm-hmm. on Sunday. And so the, thanks. Um, we did a little like brunch and fun food on Sunday and then really just had leftovers, but I made a mac and cheese, not Greek food, but <laughs> I made the mac and cheese. That was so delicious. Mm. So it, it was I very simple. I only, I usually go like Swiss or cheeses that I like more, but I, we just had mozzarella and Parmesan Yum. in the fridge and it tasted exactly like the Trader Joe's mac and cheese. Like I think uh, that's what I use. It was so good. You know how I feel about mac and cheese. <laughs> mac and cheese are like my potato chips. <laughs> Mm. Yeah. oh yeah we talked about refried beans are my mac and cheese <laughs> <laughs> all the starchy groups we have pasta we have potatoes we have beans <laughs> everything covered anybody watch or read or anything good this week <laughs> Selena's shaking her head slowly <laughs> I can't find anything to watch I can't find anything to watch I finished good girls on Netflix the current season four is out. It's on Hulu now. But I, I don't know the deal, but Hulu does this weird thing where they like put the new episodes on for like a set period of time. So I apparently missed episodes one and two. So I started with episode three. Um, it's, a, it's a cute show. It's kind of one of those shows where you're like, how many times can they make the same mistake and get into the same issue every single time? But it's entertaining. Um, it's like a show you show in the background while you're cooking. Yep. Um, and then I still haven't picked up a book in like four weeks. So I read 20 more pages of this Addie LaRue book and I just, mm-hmm. I started it McCall, like, I don't know, beginning of March, read 20 pages, put it down this week. I read 20 more pages and it's just so sad and slow. And I'm like, I don't know if I, Keep I, like going. I think you're going to like it, but I don't like it. I don't <laughs> I just also don't feel like reading, truly. Yeah, maybe you're just not in the mood to read. Yeah, it's because it's nice weather outside and, or maybe it's springtime and you just, you don't want to read and that's okay. My theory is if you're not into a book, put it down and move on. Mm, I need to finish it. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. (laughs) It's hard for me to do. (laughs) But Cole shows up to read in the park with me with five books, with bookmarks halfway through all five of them, so... (laughs) Let's read in the park. That's cute. We didn't read one word, but it was nice. It was a nice thought. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cute. Well, meanwhile, uh, my boyfriend and I, we, about three months ago, maybe four months ago at this point, we wanted to get ourselves to read more. So we started a book club with each other where every <laughs> month we were like, okay, we're going to choose a book kind of in our passion areas too, as a way to get each other interested in what we were passionate about because his area is environmental science and it's something that I know nothing about and mine is sexual reproductive health which is nothing he knows about but we're now four months in and I think we finished one book so (laughs) oh great (laughs) yeah Selena and I were talking about this in an earlier episode I think when we talked about our books but like I have such a hard time with fiction right fiction Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like, I need, I need a book to be able to like, tell me a story, keep me engaged, take me somewhere else that I don't really like biographies, autobiographies, like current event books. Those are really hard for me to get through. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially when like the world maybe isn't so fun outside right now. 
Like yeah. I'm safe in a different reality. Yeah. I also have a hard time reading at home. I know that sounds really weird, but like I like to read on a plane or on vacation or like when I'm somewhere else. But like if I'm in my own house, like I will turn on the TV over reading a book. Mm-hmm. I think it's such a catch 22 because I also have nothing to watch and don't <laughs> want to watch anything. And I also don't want to like turn the TV on in the middle of the day or sit inside. Mm. But I also really don't want to read my stupid book. <laughs> I'm so surprised you're having a hard time with that book. I thought you'd love it. I, I don't know that I can say that I like it or don't like it. I think I just don't feel like reading it. Mm. Fair. I don't think that's Fair. specific to the book. Well, in that in that regards, let's move on to our last one before we get started, which is any good things, any bad things this week? How's your week going? What's going on? generally been a fine week um we took Winnie the cat to the vet this week and that was just really hard, surprisingly really hard to watch him be so impacted by his shots <laughs> but other than that it's been a pretty fine week it's, it rained it was like really cozy and weird on Monday and then it's been like 80 degrees and hot as shit and <laughs> I don't know weather is weird <laughs> we're in that weird in between here of semi-hot and really hot (laughs) (laughs) yeah but also like some days are like extremely humid and then some days are extremely dry Mm. it's just all over the place about you guys McCall you got your second vaccine this week got my second dose today which is definitely a high so now I feel like I can say I'm fully vaxxed in two weeks two weeks (laughs) once those two weeks are up I know I'm going to be riding that high it definitely was a good week um but I feel like the past two days I definitely had a little bit of a low I realized I'm leaving DC that was my fault I literally messaged her I'm like you have a month left (laughs) totally my fault (laughs) no you didn't you just emphasized what was already (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> wasn't your fault I was definitely looking at the calendar already um so I had a little bit of a mental breakdown last night with a glass of wine that was definitely didn't help um but that's wild we should talk about that well I mean we'll get into this if we talk about what we're talking about today but we should talk about that that's crazy that's that's wild end of an era in a lot of ways Definitely. Gracie's been here 10 years, um, but I've lived in August. Yeah. Which I've been here eight to you seven on and off. (laughs) Seven if you take away the Peace Corps, but um, I definitely never thought I would live here past college, really. Me neither. No. (laughs) So Um. a little bit weird to reflect on. Um, That's kind of low, but this weekend was nice. It was uh, Paul's boy or Paul's birthday I'm both his birthday and that was a high just being able to celebrate him did you make that potato starch cake I did was it good <laughs> it was really good it was uh, a family recipe of his it was a Swedish layer cake so okay. like a sponge cake that you cut in half and then you fill it with vanilla custard and strawberry puree and it was um, with whipped cream on the outside yeah definitely a highlight sounds very european 
That does sound very European. Sounds good. I think like I when I think of like European cakes, it's like whipped cream. It's not like buttercream or like cream cheese frosting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have no highs or lows of this week. I feel like nothing's really happened. I literally did nothing this weekend. H Mart. H Mart. I guess that was my high. <laughs> about the article you said. Oh, I wrote an I wrote an article about Korean Way in Ellicott City which is like a strip of a highway that's uh, a bunch of Korean-owned restaurants and businesses, and it was published in Maryland Road Trips today. Um, way to bury that lead. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Well, I forgot about it. I sent it to McCall this morning. I'll send it to you later. What? Um, <laughs> but it's, it's a listicle, so it's not really like an article. It's more like a list of things you should eat while you're there. Does anybody write real articles anymore? I don't know. I don't know. It was an interesting process. You're definitely published. That's so yeah. cool. Yeah, it's fun. And now I just want Korean food again. So <laughs> vicious circle. I started reading it and was like, oh my gosh, this sounds so fun. And then I was about to message her back. I'll do this with you. And then saw her face in one of the photographs. Wait a second. Yeah. Wait, what? Oh my God. Send it to me. I will. We'll put it in the show notes. Well, do you want to talk about what we're talking today? Talking about today? Feel free to kick it off. Yeah, me. Yeah, you. (laughs) (laughs) Take it away, McCall. Your host now. (laughs) You, Mike. Mike to you. Well, we are talking about our friendship with McCall. We um, McCall has been a very important part of our life for eight years, seven years, seven, seven years. We met her as juniors, seniors, seven years. Yeah, seven years. So almost the entire time that Gracie and I have been friends, mm-hmm. uh, we have a lot of memories together. We have a lot of stories that I'm sure we'll get into. But um, as our first get when we were thinking about our first guest and wanting to bring a guest on, like there was no question it was going to be McCall because we've had so many memories and just so many years together, which is so great. Um, we obviously have lived in DC together. We technically didn't live together but basically lived together which we'll get into um for about a year and then you know I moved out of DC they stayed in DC we're also a friendship of three which a lot of people you know have challenges with so we're going to talk about that a little bit but get us started I mean McCall do you want to tell us just like a brief intro about yourself and and what your who early you? memories? Like, yeah, who are you, and how do we become friends? <laughs> and, and also, since we did a whole series on this, tell us your Myers Briggs, tell us your Enneagram, tell us your astrology sign, mm-hmm. all those fun things to loop it back in. Perfect. So, as we've done or you've done prior, um, I'm McCall. Uh, I've been friends with you guys for, I guess, seven years. Although it definitely feels like a lifetime. Since 2014, I would say, right? Yeah, I think fall 2013 is when we met, but we didn't really become friends then. Seven years, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's definitely a long time. I heard once that if you're friends with someone for seven years, and if you're good friends with someone for seven years, you will be friends with them for a lifetime. Hmm. That's the same thing. A quote, they, you know, like on a towel, but I think. <laughs> good, oh, they say that about romantic relationships too that the seven-year itch is like the real test seven mm-hmm. years is like there's a weird thing that happens at seven years that changes things and if you're amazed past that you're good <laughs> interesting I've never heard that in my life but I, I don't know it. why seven <laughs> years is different but I guess five is like 
Well, we're coming up on our five-year anniversary in October, so I'll keep you posted. Yeah, posted. <laughs> we made it past the seven-year itch. I'm proud of us. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but my Myers-Briggs, I'm an ESFP, which is different than both of you. <laughs> so technically, I'm the entertainer of the group. The fun Ooh. one. <laughs> Doing a little dance over here. Um, although I don't necessarily identify with that. I'd be interested to take it again and see if it's changed. I think that I took that one in 2017. Mm -hmm. so maybe it's changed since quarantine and I've become more of an introvert. Who knows? No, oh, that would be interesting. Mm -hmm. I wonder if I'll become more of an extrovert when we're out of this. Probably not, but one can hope. Um, my Enneagrams, which Selena introduced me to, and I have, don't know much about, but I want to do a little bit more research. I'm a two, nine and a six. Okay. Yeah. So your main number is a two and I was going to read, I pulled up some things to read about you or about the type <laughs> two before we jump in. Bless you. <laughs> um, let's see. It can be hard for you to say no. You really want to pe want people to feel loved. You want you don't want to be a burden. Setting boundaries can be challenging. You can be sharp with your tone when you're stressed out. People come to you for everything. Um, asking for help can be really difficult for you. You need to feel appreciated and valued. It's <laughs> really hitting home, or what? <laughs> She's covering her face. <laughs> diary or <laughs> people often say that you make them feel comfortable and welcome and it's sometimes hard for you to identify what you need does any of these sound right or <laughs> are we getting close where are we on this check check and check <laughs> I love the Enneagram I love how it calls people out it's my favorite thing about it <laughs> which is very eight of you <laughs> now that I know what it is I can say that it seems much more specific and um, like on point than my astrology sign or my Myers-Briggs. Mm. Definitely. That's what we yeah. found too. Yeah. Because my astrology sign, I'm a Virgo and I do not identify as a Virgo really at all. Mm. I think out of the three of us, our astrology signs, I'm the one with the strongest lean towards my sign but still it's probably like half and half although the the daily charts we send each other on instagram with our, our astrology signs yours never seem to match to yours that, that's because i think someone at refinery 29 has it out for capricorns <laughs> i feel like yours usually are the most accurate mccall yeah of those yeah yeah but anyways yeah i think you're the enneagram sums you up in the way that you're like super empathetic and really friendly and you care a lot about what other people you know are feeling and thinking and you like to be helpful and you like to feel like like to be needed and like to be you know included in that way and it makes you really like a really good friend and person in your life. What I will also say, not that this episode is about Enneagrams, but I, I've told both of you guys this offline, but the other two people in my life that are twos, 
I wouldn't necessarily like think the three of you are all the same Enneagram, which I think is super interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them is my sister and one's another good friend. Um, and I think like the combination of people in my life that are twos were very separate. It makes sense now, but like, it's very surprising that all three of you guys kind of, was it scored the same? I think it tells me that yeah. you need that kind of person in your life. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> absolutely. So we interrupted you to do a breakdown of who you are, but continue on your path. What brought you to DC? What do you do now? What are some of the things you're interested in? Yeah. Brag about yourself too. Yes. Oh boy. Um, well, I originally came to DC the same as you two for college because that's where we all met at American University. Um, graduated in 2016, so just a year after you. Uh, left for a year to do the Peace Corps in Fiji and then came back. So we've been living in DC since 2017. Um, and then I'm about to go this fall. I'm leaving DC again, which I'm very sad about. Um, but I'm slash happy. <laughs> very happy um, and very thankful too for the opportunity I'm going to be going to grad school um, in New York. Where so, are you going to grad school? I am very excited and thankful I'm going to Columbia University. Very excited. Um, also hot take on that I think Columbia's graduation gowns are probably the prettiest colors like the light blue and the black. Definitely. Great combo. <laughs> very flattering. Definitely thought about that. <laughs> so 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 proud of you. Really exciting. And you didn't even mention that you're from Utah. <laughs> I know. I am from Utah. Um, I think that's maybe why I don't identify as a Virgo is because I rolled in dirt too much as a child. And <laughs> I don't think Virgos like dirt, in my opinion, of Virgo. Mm. They're too mm-hmm. organized. Um, but All from I- the West made our way to D.C. One of the first... I know we're going to get here, but one of the first things I remember about McCall is she being like, we're both from the West Coast. I'm like, does your state border water? Because I don't think it does. <laughs> I'm like, I think you're from the Mountain West. <laughs> it was my way of uh, just trying to bond. Just trying to make a connection. You <laughs> <laughs> like. Oh, man. Well, I mean, we, Selena and I kind of talked about how we met a couple episodes back, but what are your, like, fir- first of all, talk about your connection to each of us and, like, how you met us. And then can you also talk about like, what is the first, like you see Gracie walking down the hallway, like what was your first impression? What was your first kind of memory? Talk us through that whole situation. Um, so I was trying to think about this. And so Gracie and I met because I was a freshman in college and Gracie was a junior and we both were rushing the same sorority. And don't get it wrong, it was definitely just a club with Greek letters. I would say like a society, not a sorority. Professional organization. (laughs) Yes, professional organization. Um, But it definitely is an organization where I gained my closest friends in college. Um, So we were both were joining this this society, the sorority, my freshman year, her junior year. This is fall 2013. um, And we met, I guess, that big night maybe we met before then but I think my first memory was that midnight um you were very put together I think it was 10 30 at night 11 it was very late in the evening when they had us roll out of bed um and come meet them on the quad of the the university to tell us that we had been accepted and it was very stressful it was a very stressful situation um but somehow Gracie was put together and <laughs> 
had her life together and I was like in my pajamas and probably half crying um but when I think about what my like really first memory of Gracie was the next semester when she was going to study abroad um I think where we really became friends was I told her when she was going to France I said can you just bring me home a French boyfriend Um, (laughs) I said bring me home one of the ones that like shrink him down and then somehow mail him to me that I can just put him in water and he'll grow like a (laughs) grow a boyfriend I I like I remember like you being part of our pledge class of course and I don't know and I think this goes with like the theme of today too but like you besides my close friends that I already had met at American you really kept in touch with me during my semester abroad and like I don't know why or because like we weren't friends before I left (laughs) Um, but you like wrote me postcards and you like made sure to message me and you were like keeping in touch with me again like I have no idea why there must have been like something that you were interested in and or vice versa but you definitely initiated that so by the time I came back and you came back from your summer like we were friends at that point I feel like even though we hadn't physically spent time together that's really sweet but I, have no, I have no recollection of like how that happened or like why that happened <laughs> you can go back and look at Facebook and try to figure it out I was trying to think of it too but I thought that you were good at staying in touch because you sent me postcards you were trying mm. to interesting I don't remember that and I, oh we should also say because I think this frames the conversation that Selena and I are both two years older than you um so like, like McCall said, like she was a freshman and I was a junior, different parts of our collegiate careers, our experiences, things like that. So like at that point I had friends in college and at that point you were making friends in college. Exactly. Um, and by the time we got, you got back from study abroad and then I got back from the summer after freshman year, I was going into my sophomore year and you were going into your senior year. Um, I came over to your apartment where you were living with Selena at the time. Never forget the apartment. <laughs> Definitely where I had some of my best memories in college because again, when I think of college, my entire college experience, it's like with you too. Yes. It was our senior year <laughs> and your sophomore year. <laughs> well, it was just one year time frame. Um, but it was at a party at that apartment and that's where I met Selena for the first time and I remember Selena and I I think we hit it off pretty quickly and we realized that we were very similar early on um we somehow would have deep conversations quickly you at one point you're like we're soul sisters we're sisters from different families um she had I just remember sitting on Selena's lap at maybe as a party <laughs> and she had the softest skin on her face. And I'm just so specific. <laughs> That's so funny. Give you a glimpse up to what our college parties were like. I hope that paints a nice picture for you. That's so funny <laughs> that you say that, McCall, because my first memory, I now that you think about that, now that we talk about it, I think I actually met you at a Christmas or like a holiday party we had at our Burke's apartment before oh. you went away, went abroad, Gracie. Cause I remember, I remember. I, Bruce I probably invited my whole pledge class or like a whole bunch of people from that. Yeah. Cause I think I remember meeting a couple of the other DPE girls mm. then, but that was like 
brief yeah, but yeah. the first memory I have of you like getting close getting a- us getting close was you like either snuggling on me or sitting on me or something very being very like close to me and putting your arm out and be like can you just can you just tickle my arm for a second can you just <laughs> tickle my arm please I'd like sh- tickle stroke your arm like like a kid it was so sweet <laughs> I think, you know, uh, this is something that Selena and I talk about a lot of like, we are similar and like deep down in terms of like what we believe in and things like that, but we present very different. I going to make a general statement here, knowing that you both are very different people, but like, I think Selena and McCall on the outside and what they're generally interested in and things like that are more similar. I'm definitely the odd one out in this threesome (laughs) in that regard. Mm -hmm. Like, I think if you guys met each other first, you would have gotten along. Like you wouldn't have needed me in the middle of that. You would have like clicked on things that you're interested in and like your lifestyles and things like that anyways. Yeah. I think, we're, I, mean, we're, I think, you know, part of why we work as a group of three, which I know is challenging for a lot of people is I think we, like McCall, you and I equally have as much in common as you and Gracie do. And Gracie and I, like, I don't feel, I think distance and location and all of that has made things harder but I don't think like I don't know I feel like we each have a strong relationship with each of us individually and also as a group of friends we're really close which is really it makes it easier in my opinion yeah I think never have I really ever felt like the odd one out of the friendship except for maybe when I just had become started becoming friends with you but it was only because you had known each other for two years prior Mm -hmm. I was just coming into this friendship and starting to get to know you. Um, But I think it's for that exact reason that we all have different parts of each other that we're able to connect with on different, on different levels that, you know, we're not able to in other ways, Mm -hmm. not able to in different ways. And have you, have you ever felt like the odd one out, Gracie? Um, I mean, if it, if it was, it was only because of things I don't really like to do. Like, <laughs> you know, like if you guys wanted to go camping, like I would physically be left out of that, but I don't feel like I'm missing out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the only time that I can think of, which was like nobody's fault was that you guys like stayed home for spring break that one time and you like really got close and you bonded. And I think like that was a moment for me where I was like, oh, should I stay? Should I have stayed back? But I had a great time in Hawaii with my parents. Like it wasn't like, I didn't come back being resentful or anything like that. But I do remember like that time when I was like, that was the first time I think I wasn't physically with the three of us. And you guys were bonding. Like you guys did things without me during the school year. Like you'd grab lunch or like see each other between classes when I wasn't there. But I think that was the first time that like the two of you had independently kind of planned and like spent a significant period of time together. But besides that, no. Like, I think the things that I get left out of between the two of you guys, I'm okay with that. <laughs> I think it's, that's like a really beneficial, like mature way to handle an adult, like close three-way friendship, you know? Yeah, like you guys go camping on the salt flats. I'll see you guys when you get back. <laughs> I, yeah, because I was going to say, I think like I've, I've, being far away, I'm the one who doesn't live in DC anymore. And that was hard at first, especially with like, just missing you guys and wanting to like, when you go out to dinner or grab lunch or do whatever after work, like that was hard to adjust to, but not because I specifically felt left out. I just, I wasn't there and and I didn't want to, like, I didn't, you know, I, that was a choice that I made. So that was challenging to adjust to, especially I felt like we spent so much time together 
our last year. I think the hardest thing about our last year was that you were uh, you were young. McCall. Yeah, so like, that was the only downfall. Like not getting into bars. <laughs> yeah, you were underage. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Although yeah. we did work around that a few times. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, McCall, I I would be curious to hear like your, I guess connection to each of us and also like what's the best way to put this it's like you know when you came into our friendship group Selena and I had already known each other for two years and I think like you know we were living in a big girl apartment off campus you had a dorm room I think there are things that like are what what our living situation and where we were in our college timeline that was so different than yours like not ben- benefited you is a wrong way to say it but like we provided you like a home and home cooked meals and like outside TDR and things like that, that like, like Salama and I didn't get, like, can you talk to us about like that? I guess like how that formed our friendship and like where that stands and like bonding with us. I know that was like the least articulate question I could have ever asked, but I hope you get what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah. What, what it, um, when I, let me think, if I reflect back on that, um, I think what it did was it definitely provided me like seeing hmm. like are you asking about like the physical space like I guess both like we weren't like we you were in a three-way dorm at that point we were past that point you know like we were kind of at a different point even though like you and I have talked about this we're like when you get to college age really doesn't matter but like we were just at a different point in our lives and like what we were doing and like even physically living off campuses than what you were doing. You had just moved to DC. You had just started at American. Like you were deep in Anderson Hall. Like you were not at the same, I guess, like point that we were of like moving off campus and like cooking for ourselves and like having that social life off campus. Right. I actually thought about that reflected back on like what that was. Um, I think more, if I think about it, um, I more think about like seeing you two and your friendship that you had um, or like the friends that you had outside of each other as well and the friendships that you had formed. Um, And I think more about how like me coming into that friendship, I was able to see what like a strong female friendship Hmm. was and what it looked like, (laughs) like how much, I had really strong friendships in um, high school, but I didn't necessarily have that freshman year of college and I really craved that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so seeing you two, I think I really like latched on quickly and I really wanted that. And so when I found you two, I was like, I can't, I can't <laughs> go. And so That's I interesting. Um, I, you so know, sweet. I, <laughs> Well, I saw you guys being mature, as you said, like you had a, this life that was off campus and you were able to have maybe a little bit like older because I was, I was two years younger, what I would say an older lifestyle. Um, and it Make showed- Making shrimp curry. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I mean, I think it's interesting that you say that question that way, Gracie, too. It's because I think that just says a lot about where you were mentally at that time compared to where I, cause I was in that with you, obviously mm-hmm. we were roommates and we did a lot of those things together, but also I was like no closer to figuring out what the hell I was going to do with my life than probably you felt McCall. And I think like you, Gracie at the time had more of like a pretty, which is very true of you. Very, 
you, but like you had a plan and you were like, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm looking for. I'm going to start applying to jobs and this, and this, and this, I'm going to make my internships work for me and this. And I want to like, you were, you've always been, that's changed. So like that, what the plan was has changed over the years because life, but you've always been more that way than me. And mm-hmm. I think like the way that McCall latched on or like, enjoy, like, Welcomely latched on. Experience those things. Like I was also getting those same things from you. And I think that's probably what made us feel McCall and I build our friendship because I was like, in a lot of ways, I still don't know what <laughs> what that looks like. And I think it's that balance of having both of you in my life was so helpful because like, you know, we're just figuring mm-hmm. this out. Gracie's got to figure it out and we'll eventually get it figured out. Like Gracie Sometimes. has it figured out. <laughs> Well, I, I guess I was kind of thinking about like when I, if I was McCall in 2013, like just moved across the country, living in the dorm, like I was in such a different place, my freshman beginning of freshman year than I was when you met me, for example, like I, I got to campus. I was friends with literally everyone on my floor. Like I was like, you're different than me. I love you. We're going to be best friends. And like, as my sophomore and junior year kind of rolled around, like the people that I really clicked with stuck around the people that didn't kind of felt by the wayside. And I feel like you had a different experience because you hung out with us versus like you had your floor friends and you had that experience, but I didn't know any juniors when I was a freshman, like, except for a couple that were in my class. And like, I didn't, I didn't have friends that had apartments off campus when I was a fresh, like, I think you had, when you think about the two of our freshman year experience, it was very different than yours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very true. Although I think also our friendship definitely got stronger um, your senior year, which was my sophomore year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At one point, like I had realized, you know, I had that like freshman experience and didn't, I'd found some people and knew kind of who I liked and who I didn't like per se. Um, and I think, I can't remember where I was living that year because Burks. for the most part it was, it was the Burks. And then for the most part, it was on your couch mm-hmm. <laughs> in the big comfy couch. Mm-hmm. couch. <laughs> like, um, I, like I would say you slept at our apartment like four days out of the week. At definitely least. the whole weekend. And at least then, four days a week. Definitely the whole weekend. I lived in a one bedroom apartment at the Burks that we split between three people. We did the same thing when we were juniors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's rough. It's hard. Horrible. <laughs> yeah. Another example of three being a bad number. <laughs> yeah. But no, I, I, that's interesting. When you said something earlier, Selene, about how Gracie's always been like the one who's stayed consistently mature or <laughs> um, like has her life together. Um, I think that that's something that stayed consistent in this friend group. Like you would have dinner parties or (laughs) you would be cooking at your house and you'd say, McCall, bring something over for dinner or bring something, like pick something up at Giant to bring to this dinner party. And I would show up with a frozen bag of tater tots and (laughs) prepare this beautiful like roasted chicken, a lovely salad and (laughs) frozen tater tots. (laughs) But they were good. Crowd favorite every time. man um oh go ahead I'm I'm curious about 
like obviously we all have close relationships with people outside of this group of three but I'm curious I would be curious to hear about like what makes our friendship different than those and not in like a better or worse kind of way but what what about like our three group our three-way friendship is maybe unique to our to us for both of you Hmm, that's a good question I'm putting you on the spot with that question. <laughs> I, I think for me, like when I think about what I get from you two, I know that sounds greedy, but like what I get from you two that's different than other people is like, I think you both knew me at a time when I was like, even though I looked like I had my shit together, like at a time where I still was like trying to figure out what I was. And like, when I think about my friendships and where they've spanned in my lifetime, like I think you guys have seen in different capacities, like, teenage Gracie to adult Gracie in a certain way and so I think like you know I have a lot of friends that I've made over the past like five years and like I've still known them for a long time but they didn't know me in college and they didn't know me when I was kind of like figuring out who I was and like what I liked and what I didn't like and what was important to me so I think that is something that's really unique but I also think you two are probably for a lot of different reasons the friends that are the most different than me um in terms of interest in terms of the way you grew up, the way, you know, like religiously, like things like that. A lot of my other friends are very similar to me. And I think, I think both are good, but I think what you guys bring me is like that challenging perspective and kind of like pushing me to like, think about the world in a different way. Think about things in a different way. Cause I think me as a person, I can get very stuck into, I know what I know and I know, and, I, and that's it. Um, and I think you guys like help me see the gray area the different side of things like not in a challenging way like not every single one of our conversations is like Gracie you should think about it this way like we have a lot in common and we have fun together and we have common interests of course but like when I think about the other people in my life you know very similar upbringing some similar family structures similar um religion like they're Jewish and they celebrate Hanukkah with me and things like that like I think that you guys provide me with like a remember this is not how the world is kind of perspective of like me in that bubble. Hmm. I'm going to cry at some point in this episode. Okay. <laughs> no crying, please. What do you think, Selena? I think when I, I brought this question up because I mean, we're talking about our friendship and from the beginning and we've never really sat down and done this before. But um, for me, I think I have always been somebody who's had really close friends, like a few really close friends. Um, we talked about my MBTI, like I'm kind of in the middle between introvert and extrovert. Like I, I have friends and I easily make friends and connect with other people, but I've always had and preferred like a few very close friends, mostly like 99% female friends. Um, that's been something that's really important to me. But you guys, I feel like you guys are people who, regardless of like what was happening or changing or was unsure of, I felt very seen for who I was and am from the beginning. Like, I didn't feel like I was really like putting on a show or like, not that I do that, but I didn't really feel like I had to like be a particular way or a particular person. I could just like the way, way we met and the way things orchestrated, it was like very organic in a way that I could just be myself. 
right. and it was either going to work or not work. And so I've always felt very seen, even though I maybe didn't know what I was doing, which I really love. Like, that's something that I've taken into every fr- close friendship that I've built since then is that like, I only want close friends that make me feel that way. And that really started with you guys, aside from like a couple people who have been around that I've been friends with for a very long time, but that I think was more just like because of time, but it felt very, I felt very free. And I think we've talked about this before, Gracie, with your friendship, but I felt very free to be me in a way that- Which is also interesting because we're very, again, outwardly different, which is, it's interesting because I could have come off to you as like a lot more fluffy and, you know, things Mm -hmm. like that. And I didn't and vice versa. And I think like, same with you, McCall, like I could have come off and been a lot more like, let me hug you and like be here, you know, like Like we're talks with you and and be that, and be that person that you, like I perceived you wanted, but I don't think any of us, all three of us with each other didn't start our friendships like that. And I don't know if that's like a female friendship thing or just like in college and being young and trying to find your people in general. But I feel like it's very easy to fall into like, I'm going to be the right thing for this person. So they're friends with me. Mm. And I, and there's like, I get that. There's no judgment of that, but I think I've been really. Those are not the ones that last. Yeah. And I like was exhausted. I felt like I did that for most of high school and like the beginning of college. And I didn't want to do that anymore, but it was also kind of risky, you know, like what if I'm myself and people don't want to be friends with me, like I suck or something. And that was kind of like the first time that I intentionally just was like, fuck it. If I'll be myself and if we're friends and it worked really well. And like, that's something that I cherish a lot. Yeah. That's interesting. Also too, considering how different each of us are, like how different, like you said, Grace, our backgrounds are, how different our stories are and how different they continue to be. Like we're across the United States. We're going to move to different States where, you know, who knows where our paths will go in the future but um I think it's really unique that we're such close friends considering we have such different backgrounds and have such different personalities like when I think about close friends and where I've made them it's in like through work or if it's through something that's forced us through like a close passion like peace for or a similar you know I don't know theme um and the three of us have such different, I don't know, interests and backgrounds. Like you guys accept me or we accept each other for the random things and all the fun quirks that we have. Like I could show up to different <laughs> crocs and you would say something to, <laughs> to me. You'd hear from me, <laughs> but I wouldn't defriend you. No, no. <laughs> but you wouldn't defriend me. Um, and I think that that's special. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think also like we're really, we're really a good complement for each other in a lot of ways. Like I would say we hit a lot of places on multiple different spectrums of personality that I think make it work really well. Like, yeah, that's interesting. I think we're all on different ends of the spectrum. I also think Macaulay, I know you were about to talk. I saw your mouth move, but I, I think the other side of it is like, at least for me, and I'm assuming the other, t- for the two of you as well, like you guys fill a lot of my gaps, you know, like 
you push me to be more like intimate with my friendships and like show emotion. And like one of you pushes me to like have those conversations that I would usually just like shut down. Like there's parts of my personality that I, I wouldn't say are like weaknesses or faults, but like things I'm not good at that I think you guys are, but also bring out of me. Please don't cry. (laughs) That's such a beautiful thing to say. Like how lucky are we that we've found people that fill those gaps? Like, you know, like I feel so grateful to you two for that. I think why I value female friendships so much is that like, obviously I'm married. I have a husband that I love and adore and like would not change anything about that. But I also think it's like, okay and beautiful that multiple people fill multiple things for you. And like, if that's, you want multiple romantic partners, great. If that's, you get that through friendships, that's great. But I think like part of why I feel so confident and like good about my life is because I have those people that that make me feel like whole that way and you two are a big part of that yeah I also think that another thing in our differences I think it's really unique to not have a friendship that's not competitive like like McCall I think you were saying earlier like we all have different things that we're going for we all have our thing we all are passionate about different areas we work in different fields like we're not in a friendship where like McCall you and I are competing for the same job or like the same end goal and like while I think it's nice to have things in common with people that do have that like great to have work colleagues and great to have people that you're passionate about certain things with but I think we're in a unique situation where we all like have our own shit and like we all and it's not competitive like the fact that you're doing like the both of you are thinking about school and going back to school like that's not on my to-do list but I'm so happy for both of you like I don't feel like I'm missing out or behind like I I feel I feel excited for you guys and proud of you guys but I don't feel like oh Gracie catch up like you're not where you need to be (laughs) yeah I think that goes back to to um how maybe we just set this precedent early on in our friendship that we've never necessarily felt competitive with each other about our friendships. The fact that we all have unique relationships with each other, like independently of the three of us, like that I have a unique friendship with Gracie and a unique friendship with Selena and you two have a unique friendship without me. Um, Maybe that those relationships set that precedent so we don't feel competitive and I don't know, out, you know, other aspects of, of this friendship. Um, yeah. We're all bakers and, and <laughs> there's a lot of things that bring us together. Yeah. We all have things that were our common interests that I think definitely, you know, yeah, bring us to get, bring us together, but it makes it more fun rather than tear us down. Yeah, I think that's a great segue to talk to think about like how our friendship has changed as our lives and paths have changed and thinking about how, like you just said, like, even down to like, if you and which I think has happened before, um, that I just don't remember, because what are trips, but like, if you and Gracie went on a trip, like skiing, or like went to, you know, wherever, because you're close for a weekend, like, I don't feel like oh, they didn't invite me. Like they didn't, like, obviously I didn't go because I don't live there. Or like yeah. if Gracie and I went and met up in LA, which I, we've done before, like gone up to San Francisco or whatever, I would like, I would imagine, I, I, I don't know if you felt left out. I mean, left out in the sense that like you, we all just want to be together when we're yeah. together, but not like, oh, they left me out of that. Mm-hmm. And I think like as an, as 
we get farther into adulthood and like partners and kids if that happens or like as life evolves and our time becomes even more selective I think like I feel like we've set up such a good foundation that we know that that effort is there individually and as a as a group of friends that I think it's makes me feel confident about may, being able to make that work and like just the effort of it all changes depending on how our life has changed. Mm-hmm. I think we've definitely seen that in the past year, um, making more of an effort. Cause even though Gracie lives just down the street from me, it's a pandemic and I haven't seen her that much this year. Um, you know, I haven't seen a lot of people that much this year. So I think we've learned how to keep in touch a little bit more and it's almost set a precedent of how are we going to keep in touch moving forward? Yeah. I, and I think that perfectly segues into like this year, I think, I mean, I think there was a couple points in our friendship where like big things happened and things changed. Like one being that like, Selena, you moved away from DC. Um, and an- another thing of like McCall going to Fiji for a year and like being kind of like on the other side of the world from us. And like, I think this year, like another exciting new change is, is happening. And like, we're going to be in three different states for the first time in a very long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think we talked about this a little before we pressed record, but like, I think, I th- Selena, I think you and I have talked about this, but like, we're shit in keeping in touch. Like, I'm a lot better of a friend when I'm right in front of you and like we can grab a coffee. Like I'm not the first person to like pick up the phone and FaceTime. Like that's just not, that's not my comfort zone. That's not like how I communicate best. But I, McCall, like that's something that I found that you're really good at. <laughs> like when, even when you're home or even when I'm home or out of DC, like you will FaceTime me and like, you'll just like, I'm walking home, let's chat. Like you're very good at that. Um, so can you talk a little bit about like, how do you keep, your long distance friendships like what's important to you in terms of like communication and all that stuff because I think you're totally right that like this year forced us to communicate because like we weren't seeing anybody anyways but I didn't feel like I was like not talking to you guys I didn't feel like it was too much and so like how do we keep this up next year yeah I think well First, I think it's funny that you say you're bad at communicating because again, when you were in study abroad, I recall you sent me posts. <laughs> and then when I was in Fiji, you sent me quite a few cards. Like I remember getting so many cards from you. Maybe they were in response to my cards. But I think I- they were. <laughs> I, just- I think I would have written you in Fiji no matter what, because we were like good friends at that point. But like you definitely like even now when you go to Utah, like you still send me a postcard or like things like you still do that sort of stuff. Yeah, that's true. Um, But I think this past year, we did a good job of like checking in with each other, even if it was a small thing of like sending an Instagram meme to each other on on Instagram. Uh, That's a way to be like, I saw this and I thought of you and it made me think of you. And I like things like that. Because then even if you don't have time to have a full on conversation on the phone, it still is a way for someone to say, hey, I thought of you and crossed my mind. Yeah my mind but I want to make a more like a more concerted effort this next year of having those deep conversations because I miss sitting on Selena's lap and (laughs) being her soul sister and having those deep conversations um but those are hard to do when you're not physically sitting face to face yeah I think where I struggle with that is that that's all I want to do most like 90% of the time that's what I want to do and so I I struggle with the with with you guys but also other long distance friends of like I feel like every time I 
someone sees my name on the like as a co- incoming call it's almost like they have to prepare for like okay this is going to be a selena conversation <laughs> I'm just like hey what's up and then we're going to hang up the phone and so i feel like i have to like ask for are you like are you ready like do you want to talk do you have time <laughs> and i don't mean to like i don't go into it with like let's sit down and talk about the heavy shit but i just that's what i care that's what i like that's who i am as a friend and it's how you show you care yeah and so I struggle with the day-to-day like oh I saw this thing it made me think of you even though that is happening but I could be better about doing that and less about like the the big check-ins but I would say I'm pretty I've gotten pretty good at like asking for the the check-in like you know we haven't talked in a while like we should do that or you know I'm trying to be better about that you need both yeah I, I think it'll be interesting not to bring COVID into this or anything like that, but I think it'll be interesting. Like I spent so much of my time this year being better at that, like fostering relationships over zoom and text and like from everyone, from my family to you guys, to other close friends that like, I hope it doesn't, cause I can see a world where like, if, it, if things go back to normal, I'm like that done, you know, like that sort of thing. And I hope part of it stays. Mm-hmm. Well, I definitely feel comfortable like checking you on that. Like, yeah. <laughs> you were so good at this before Gracie what <laughs> happened? You? talk to me <laughs> yeah no I yeah I'm a lot better like most things in life I like things planned so I'm a lot better if I like no I'm talking to you on Sunday at 3 p.m versus like you picking up the phone call and being like hey what's going on right at this moment yeah I think that you were good this past year about doing that Gracie planning like okay Saturday 3 p.m we're doing a zoom with each other mm-hmm. that was really nice I feel like a good, like the good balance, the good groove that we got into was like, McCall, I feel like you were really good at keeping the like conversation going, like with recipes or whatever, like, and pictures or whatever, like uh, that, like not day, every day, but like the day-to-day conversation, you were really good at keeping that going. And I felt like I was good about like, we haven't talked in a while, let's chat about it. And then Gracie would like take that to be like, okay, we're doing it on this day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the implementer. Yeah, like I felt like that was a good groove that we got in. <laughs> we all have our strengths. <laughs> yeah. This is why it works. Yeah, that's true. Um, like what, I guess, what are like, and McCall, I'll pass this to you first, but like what are like your, this sounds super cheesy, but like your hopes for the future? Like where do you see like our friendship going and like evolving and things like that? That's a kind of a loaded question. I also realized that. Well, I feel like we've talked about it before. Um, I, and maybe correct me if I'm wrong, but I think a hope that maybe all three of us have are being one day in the same city again. Um, And if I am going to my cheesy side, when I feel like we've done this when we're walking through the city, like we see, I've done this at least, I see three row homes and there's usually like (laughs) three there's usually like a gray or white one and there's usually like a neutral colored one like a nice tan or a nice yellow and I get like the purple one Gracie gets the gray one and then Selena gets like the nice yellow tan one and we (laughs) all live next to each other we all get to raise our families together and that's what I hope for the future like we're all in the same city like we have families that we can share together because I'm not taking my kids to go shopping to the mall. Like, Grace I got you. <laughs> so we'll take them camping. <laughs> I get to take Gracie's kids into the woods. <laughs> yeah. They're not going to know nature until they meet you. Exactly. 
my god <laughs> nature <laughs> otherwise they're going to be terrified <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's you know way far down the line and you're asking more for like a year from now what about both like how do you see our friendship evolving being in different cities and things like that I hope for the future that we I mean that we keep this up that we're able to keep you know, in touch like we do. And I don't doubt that we'll ever stop. Um, Cause I think we've passed that seven year mark. You guys are now, we're good. You're way too important in my life to ever leave. Like when I think of my best friends, it's you too. Um, so I don't ever foresee you not in my life, but I, a year from now, I would wish that COVID is gone and that we're able to Long do gone. Like, I would love to go somewhere with you, too, and we explore a new city together, and it's just the three of us again. Mm-hmm. What about you, Phil? Yeah, I think um, everything that you said, McCall, I agree with. I think I think the one of the benefits and also the challenges of having close friends from such a young age is that, like, I feel like what I've envisioned for our future of our friendship is what we've all, like, we get closer to that every day individually because our lives are more, get more solidified every day. At least, I mean, Gracie, you're, like, a very constant, structured person, but I feel closer and closer every day to, like, the life that I want. And I think the challenge of not being, like, that row house dream that you have, McCall, is so cute. And I think it's, hard to it's been hard to figure out like what city will that be or like you know what in practice what does that actually look like and I think we're all you know you're going to grad school and you know we're all we get closer and closer to that every day which is helpful but I also think like I'm not worried about it at all you guys are so important to me and we've been friends for so long but I also think we've been friends that have kind of gotten through some ups and downs and also like individually are very committed to like growing and doing our best, which I think is really helpful. Like I've been friends with people who like for a long time that you get to a point where like that, you don't see that happening in other people or you stop doing that or like it just, it fades or whatever, but we've like put in that work and do that work for each other, which is also, I'm not worried about it at all, but it would be nice to be in the same city again, or if we can't be in the same city to like, be in a place in our lives where, you know, we know every November we always go on a trip, the three of us. And like every summer our families all get together and we do like a week at a cabin and in Utah, McCall's house, you know, or whatever. Like I, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I need, I think I need those things. And like, I don't have sisters. We've talked about this on the podcast before. Like my female friends are like my sisters and you guys are mm-hmm. definitely like sisters to me. And I eventually when like we think about having kids or not family that's something that I think about a lot of wanting that to be close like I want them to be close to you guys and close to your kids Gracie in our intro episode you said something about what I said to you when we first became close I always yeah. forget what I said you said something like I'm looking for friends that I want to introduce my future kids to or like that I want in my future kids lives or something like that like that's the type of friendship I'm looking for I don't remember saying that at all but I think that's true and only gets more true um and as I like as I get closer to 30 and closer to like I'm married like what as that becomes more of a realistic like near future thing I think about it a lot about how I want 
that to be I want my people to be very involved in that and I'm hoping that that that's where our friendship goes yeah I I think I echo most things said here I think what's I think being physically together, whether it's like actually living in the same city or being really intentional about like actually seeing each other. I know this year was kind of like a bum around that. Like there was nothing we could do, but like, I think that's going to be important for me moving forward of like making sure we all get together and go to Chicago, you know, and see each other in, in the flesh Mm -hmm. um, more often than not. Um, Like at least once a year, at least once a year, hopefully more than that. Like, I think all of us will have like big life events going on over the next couple of years. Well, that will bring us together. But I think like, if we can, if we can make that a goal to like get together in person, at least once a year to do something, just the three of us, that's so important to me. Cause like, I need to be in front of someone to like, get that refresh and like press, you know, especially especially after a year like this. And especially after like McCall going to New York and like, I've, you've been in DC here with me for so long. Like it's just different, you know, and like being intentional about that. Yeah. I I love change. I think you guys are going to have a harder time than maybe you think. Gracie, I think you're going to have a harder emotional time than you are preparing for. Yeah. Well, McCall's been my DC buddy for what, five, six years, like out of of college. Yeah. I think it's going to be hard. So it'll be different. It'll be interesting. I've been having meltdowns. Please don't. I'll come see you. It's close. I'm going to cry. I'm th- I mean, you're not that far. You can easily go and see each other, but yeah, it's, I think it's really hard. Gracie likes. What? That it's the city you like. That's true. Thank you for being considerate. <laughs> I remember when you were first applying to colleges, I'm like, please be considerate of places that I would like to visit. <laughs> when I was applying to Peace Corps and I was like, I think I want to go to Mongolia. And you were like, I don't think I'm going to visit you in Mongolia. <laughs> I didn't visit you in Fiji either, but that's because you were telling me too much about the bugs and the rats in your, in your little cottage. So exactly, that was a little too much for me, but I also think like, you know, uh, the life events that are going to happen over the next couple of years with us, like, it's so important for me that you guys are a part of that on my end and like getting to get like the physical in-person aspect, I think is going to be huge for me over the next couple of years. Cause like now that we have the, the time and the money and like the resources to do that, maybe not, maybe McCall will come to you while you're in school but like we're <laughs> in a point in our life where like we can do that and like make that a priority versus I think like when I was 24 years old and like just starting out being nervous to ask for time off like that's something that I think I can like firmly say that I want to do and make that happen now versus us just being like let's let's idealize this trip that we're never actually going to press book on like I think we will do that moving forward. Mm-hmm. It makes me feel, I think I have, my mom has a group of friends that she's been friends with for 30 plus years now. Um, and it started because they all knit together, um, but they get together once a year in different places across the United States, sometimes globally, which just means Canada. <laughs> still but, global. <laughs> still global. And they make an effort. Each month they each put away like, into you know a savings account because it's what goes to like fund this week week away for them and they've been getting together once a year they call themselves the craft hellions the what Um, the craft hellions okay because they're just so like gung-ho about knitting and crafts (laughs) um they've been getting together once a year for 30 years without fail i think even 
in COVID, um, but you know, socially distanced outside. So I have no doubt that we'll be able to get together once a year. Yay. Well, where are we going? <laughs> Ugh, literally anywhere. <laughs> I know. Anywhere with sunshine, but no pool. Is that too much to ask for? <laughs> but no pool? Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> what well, do you mean? We'll look into it. <laughs> what the hell does that mean? <laughs> like Charleston. <laughs> you want to go to Charleston in the warmth and not be in a pool? I would like to have a Bloody Mary with a crab claw in it. <laughs> in, warm we- in warm weather, <laughs> but not in a bathing suit. What about Mexico City? Yeah, okay, see? Okay. Selena's not convinced. We'll get there. No, I would 100% go to Mexico City, but I think if you're going to be warm and sweaty and gross, water should be an option. Okay, fair. Maybe like two days in Mexico City, two days in Tulum. Go down. A little bit above. Crazy, you can lay by the pool, covered with it. As long as I have like ceviche from all close by, I'm a happy girl. Ceviche, we'll just like endless margaritas and then you'll be just happy. Perfect. <laughs> I might barf, but I'll be happy. <laughs> no promises there. Sign me up. I think that wraps up our episode. Does anybody have any imparting word? Imparting? Is that right? Imparting words? Anything you'd like to add? Any fond memories? Anything like that? Oh yeah. Should we do a quick like speed round favorite memories? Mm. Yep. You go first, Lorena. Well, I mean, it's, I wouldn't say it's a favorite memory, but it's one of my most notable memories. <laughs> I know what you're going to say. <laughs> Not formal. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh. <laughs> no, I won't out you. Um, just, you know. Living life. Should not chase. Universe tequila shots with cheap champagne does not make for a good night but um I don't know McCall and I also nannied for the same family um our senior year or I guess my whole senior year part of that same year for you and then after and just bonded a lot over these crazy children that we nannied for but I think just we had a lot of like rooftop snuggle deep talk conversations that I really bonded us that year that I really loved I think yeah I think like McCall spending majority of her time on our couch and just like being very integrated like I think Selena said before we started uh, recruiting uh, recording that like we forgot that you weren't a roommate like you actually didn't pay rent and like you weren't on the lease sort of situation um which I think says a lot about like how much time we spent together and like everything we did I think oh sneaking you into sign of the whale that was really fun sneaking you into sign of the whale I would say also like individually McCall like I think even though it was kind of like it was one of the last trips we did before COVID but like we spent like 12 hours in New York City together <laughs> which I think was fun and crazy, but it was such a good day. Um, that was nice. I don't know. I think like we just had like a lot of good time, like uh, McCall running home from chapter to watch Game of Thrones when it first came out. I never run in my life, but I ran for that. Like <laughs> things like that. And like, so you, know, you were always there. Like McCall and I would text you, be like, you know what sounds good? Cake, we'd come home from our classes, you'd have cake, you know, like <laughs> things like that constantly. <laughs> Rice Krispie treats. Oh, the best. 
always tell me not to eat the Rice Krispie treats. And always had to. I just McCall's had to. the queen of like, you're just about to be done with something and it's like getting its finishing touches and her fingers are in it. I'm like, no. You That's because you're the youngest child in your family. I'm <laughs> That's, That's true. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just about to frost this cupcake. And she's like already taking a bite out of it. <laughs> Some of my favorite memories were just like hanging out in that apartment. I feel like there was one day where we sat on your couch and watched some show. Rain. Maybe it was because it was a rainy day outside, but in my memory, it was not rainy and it was a lovely sunny day. I feel like it was literally from like Thursday night to Sunday night where we like did not move. <laughs> I think we made like grilled cheese mm-hmm. and like, our outing was to walk across the street to Giant to like get hash browns. And, yeah, hash browns and maybe like dino nuggets and cheetos mm-hmm. for you McCall and like that. I was- think it was right when I got a selfie stick and we took a selfie in front of the, the Pop-Tarts. <laughs> yeah. Just memories like that, which, you know, in the moment, you're like, this, this is whatever. Like, it's a weekend. We haven't moved an inch all weekend. But looking back, it was just a really good time with my best friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think the first time I came out to, maybe not the first, maybe second time. I don't know. One weekend I came out to visit you guys. And the first one was without your friend. The second one was with your friend. Oh, Yeah. Both the first one was when, you was when it was raining and we were waiting in line for Baked and Wired. Yeah. And we went to the farmer's market. And mm-hmm. McCall, you and I went to we the went art to- gallery. And the, we just sat outside the Washington Monument. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was really nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird that we've, I mean, we saw, we saw each other like every year for the last however many years, except for the last you know, year and a half, two years. When was the oh maybe the last two years? Was the last time I saw you at your wedding? No. Because that was almost three years ago. Was it? Was it? Because you I, mean, I haven't you, been back to DC since then, since before then. I think then yes, because the, years. Guys, that's not okay. No wonder you feel like we well, need to be in the same room. Is that right? Did you come? Because she came with her friend while she was still in grad school. And that was before yeah, she got that was married. Right before. That was like December, was- maybe, before the wedding. Three That's years, right. guys. Three years. Great. Well, 2021's our year. Let me know when you're free. I'm free. In two weeks <laughs> from now, McCall. <laughs> I'm well, free. I had plans to come visit you and the platypuses at the San Diego Zoo in 2020. Yeah, I had plans to come to D.C. in the spring of 2020. I think I had plans to stay where I am. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll, we'll figure it out. I think we need to be more intentional, like actually picking a date, actually picking a weekend, doing that. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Okay. It's definitely time. It's been recorded, so now we have to stick to it. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the record. It's law that's true on the record well I think that wraps us up for today McCall we can give you 20 minutes before your work call to go eat some dinner Woo. um yeah but so lovely to have you on here yeah thanks for being our first guest the perfect guest Ooh, what an honor this we is- have more plans for you to be on mostly a, a revolving food so stay tuned for more McCall 
I'm excited. And that wraps up our 10th episode. And um, stay tuned for a little update about what's coming next. Great. Enjoy your week. Thanks for catching up with us. Bye. Peace, love, and tater tots.